I'm here at the Austin Game Developers Conference, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. Uh, my name is Ben Bat. I work for Firelight Technologies in Melbourne, Australia. Um, I work on the FMOD Music and Sound Effects engine. What's FMOD about? Uh, FMOD's a, an engine um, that allows you to uh, playback interactive music and sound effects. Uh, it's cross-platform, so it makes it much easier. You can use the same code on uh, all the different platforms that you're targeting. It uh, has a very high-performance DSP engine, so you can play lots of sound effects at once without using too much CPU. Uh, you can add all kinds of uh, runtime DSP effects, low passes and high passes and reverbs and echoes and so forth. Uh, we also have a sound designer tool, so you can add interactive behaviour to your sound effects, uh, and the aim of that is to put as much control over the sound effects in the hands of the sound designer as possible, so they don't have to go through the program for every little tweak that they need to do. You know, um, for a lot of developers, game developers, indie game developers, they think sound is uh, you know, the last thing that they have to put in. Um, how important is sound? What have you seen? Or how, you know, what impact have you seen the use of the FMOD engine or sound in general to enhance gameplay or enhance the game experience? Yeah, well, I'd say it's, it's hugely important. Like, I mean, if you play any game with the sound muted, it's, it's a much less compelling experience. You're like, uh, I mean, firing machine gun at bad guys, if you can't hear it firing, it's, it's like a little bit of a flat experience. So it adds hugely to the immersion in the game. It's... Uh, yeah, if your game has cool sound, it's it's much more enjoyable to play. And what about casual games, though, where they don't necessarily need to hear the depth of um, bullets being shot and where it's being shot and where it's coming from? I mean, how can casual games benefit from uh, the high quality of sound that you, you guys can bring to the system? Well, I'd say it's still important, yeah. It's probably not as... You don't need to be as realistic about it, but sure. it still adds much, a whole lot to the experience. Um, I mean, Peggle's a good example. Uh, you... It's Peggle is the PopCap game, right? Peggle, yeah, the PopCap game. Um, I mean, you're shooting balls at pigs and watching them bounce around and stuff. Uh, so there's a nice little satisfying pop sound when you shoot the ball. You can hear it bouncing off each peg. Um, and when you finish the level, you get this triumphant ode to joy music. That yeah. And so it's it, it's candy for your ear, I guess. <laughs> it makes the whole experience much more enjoyable. And you know, you mentioned that there's a there's a sound designing tool. What what exactly is that? I mean. You said that it allows a sound designer to, to do more stuff without the help of the programmer. Um, what exactly are you referring to? Okay, so uh, the usual workflow with our sound designer tool is you would create sound effects in, in something like Pro Tools or SoundForge or uh, your workstation, your um, editor of choice, and then you, you bring it into our tool and you add uh, real-time effects and that sort of thing. So um, a simple example is you might have... Uh, you might want your sounds to be like muffled as they get further away to oh, okay. simulate like the high frequency fall off um, so you can add like a low pass filter that depends on a, a distance parameter and as it gets further away you lower the cutoff of the low pass filter or uh, you can do things like uh, randomization as well um, oh, nice. if you're playing footstep sounds for instance or, or just like uh, ball hitting peg sounds you don't want to play exactly the same one every time because that gets a bit, um, bit tiring on the ears sure. and it's People are very good at picking up repetition in sounds. Uh, so you might just randomize it between, say, four different samples. And that, yeah, adds a bit more... It makes it a bit more of a more interesting audio, audio experience. And does your tool then generate the code for that um, within the FMOD system, or how does that work? So once a sound designer comes in, you know, adds, adds the sound, changes that they want, 
Uh, what does your tool do after that to make sure or allow it to be put into the game? Yeah, right. um, the process is basically, yeah, you, you create your sound effects in the tool, you can audition them there, tweak them to get into the sounding the way you want, and then you just build it to a binary format and uh, that our runtime engine loads. So the programmer just yeah tells the engine to load a particular binary file, um, and then it gets, they can just uh, grab events from that file and say, play this event, or, um, I don't know, set this parameter to such and such a value based on the game state, and that will, yeah, make the sound behave appropriately. Yeah, um, you know, you bring up a good point. If, uh, if users get used to a sound or a certain pattern in the game, they may even get bored of the game. Um, so how, how can people or how can game developers use sound, you know, or, or modify the sound so it feels random, even though it's maybe the same sound effects, stuff like that, that's, that your engine seems to actually be able to provide? Right, yes. Yeah, uh, there are a few different possibilities. Um, you can, you can re like make different variations of the sound, same sound effect, so you... Uh, I guess maybe use slightly different explosion sounds or um, you could even use the same sounds and just shuffle them around a bit on the timeline and then mix them together. Um, the, that sort of thing. So you can randomly, sorry, randomly select between those different samples. Um, you can also do just like, you can use the same sample and use subtle pitch variations or volume variations. That also adds a bit more interesting texture to the sound. Uh, yeah, things like that. Uh, even just uh, randomizing them in time, so you can play exactly the, exactly the same sample and just uh, respawn it at uh, varying time intervals. And uh, yeah. do, do some of your um, the game studios that use your your system do they do they do that with their sound design? Do they try to make it random? Is that even important? Do you feel for game design um, to make the sound you know a little different each time or not every time, but even just randomizing it through our different levels and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, I think that's very important. Um, just like, I mean, an example, I was talking to a sound designer a while ago. He was playing some game and uh, swinging his crowbar or whatever it was at various surfaces. And so, like, he'd be inside and hit a metal wall and goes clank. Then he goes outside and hits a tree and it still goes clank. And you're like, that's not the sound it should make. So even just varying, like, on, on those, that sort of level is important. But also, yeah, if you just kept constantly doing the same action and getting exactly the same sound every time, you're going to get very tired of it. Yeah, is there any other surprises or things that game designers and small developers should think about in terms of sound um, that either FMOD provides or just has been surprising? Because, you know, just even talking to you now, you brought up a lot of issues that a lot of indie developers don't think about, which is just the variation in the sound, uh, sound effects and even just varying or randomizing sound effects. Is there anything else that's important? Right. Um... I'm not sure if I can think of specific indie uh, surprises. I guess just uh, making sure the quality of your sounds is appropriate for the device that you're working for. So iPhone, for example, um, it hasn't got the... I mean, it's got pretty good sound, but it's not like a full 5.1 surround system, that kind of thing. So you, uh, you can save resources and, and that sort of thing by reducing the quality of your sounds and it'll still be fine on the iPhone because... Uh, it's just a, a slightly lower quality playback system. So. Uh, with that said, you guys have an iPhone uh, sound kit. Uh, can you talk more about that and, and how it's used? Yeah, that's right. We do. We have an iPhone implement, uh, sorry, implementation. Um, it's basically the same sound designer tool as you use for all the other platforms. Uh, it's pretty high performance. Uh, I've heard it's about uh, 32 channels, uses about... 10% of the CPU, um, which is pretty good on the iPhone. Like it's a it's a pretty uh, small CPU. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, it's basically got most of the features. Uh, well, well, it's got all the features that it has on the other platforms. It's just that you need to be maybe a little bit more careful about which effects you use and that sort of thing because some some effects use high CPU. Like, for example, there's a pitch shifter effect, which is very expensive in terms of CPU. A few people are using that on the iPhone, but it, it can tend to be like your game can only do pitch shifting and maybe a, a little bit of graphics. So it's a trade-off, basically. You need to figure out what your priorities are. And can you talk about the games that have, that have used, or even in a game that's used your system for the iPhone? Yeah, um, uh, one game that I know of is uh, Peggle for the iPhone. They, they were using FMOD for playing uh, music and, and, and so forth. Um, I, I think they've been pretty happy with it, uh, just for, from the emails that I've seen. Sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, do you guys look into using sound or audio for gameplay itself, or are you, ma- are you mainly focused, or you've seen mostly FMOD being used for sound effects and for the, for the background music? I know there, there's now, you know, there are, there have been some smaller games that have actually used audio gameplay, you know, where you have to piece the music together and stuff like that, or stuff like that. I don't know if that's something that you've seen firsthand. Um, yeah, I guess there are a few examples of that. I mean, Guitar Hero is an obvious example. They use FMOD, um, and that's a very sound-based game. I guess the gameplay itself is more of a, like, a, a pattern-matching, a visual pattern-matching thing, but uh, still, like, the sound feedback is very important. Um... I can't think of any specific other commercial release games. Uh, one of the people that works at our, uh, that works with us um, developed like a completely audio game where you basically you were just navigating by listening. It was an iPhone game. You, you basically navigate by listening to the sounds and the, the position of the sounds as you turn around, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Okay, um, so let's let's talk about pricing. Um, so you have uh, you know you have AAA titles using this this system, so. You know, is this even affordable for indie game developers? Yeah, well, uh, in addition to our, um, our commercial licenses, uh, yeah, 6,000 US per title, uh, per, per platform, and so forth, we've also got, uh, yeah, there's an iPhone license, 500 US per title. Um, there's, a, there's also like a shareware uh, hobbyist license, which is uh, 100 US. Um, that's basically for like games that are distributed just on the web and where you don't have any expectation of, of high sales, you just uh, you're going to make a very small amount of money. Um, basically, that's assessed on a, a case by case basis. So you need to contact us to see whether you're eligible for that. Okay. And you have a student license too, right? For for uni uni projects. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's completely free for non-commercial users. So um, yeah, if you just want to download it, try it out, use it in a uni project, you're quite welcome to do that. You can just go to our website. Uh, yeah, and what's the website? Yep, the website is uh, www.fmod.org. That's fmod.org. Um, yeah, you'll find all the information on there. There are forums and stuff on there as well, which uh, can be useful if you're trying to figure out how to do certain things. Thank you very much.